next episode of It's Your World with your host, Jordan Brown, a.k.a. Dane Allen, a.k.a. Uptown Jordan Brown, a.k.a. Big Buckets Brown. It's never going to stick. I don't know. I'm just saying it's never going to stick. But, uh, yeah, man, how are you? You good? I'm glad to hear. Like I start off every episode, thank you for tuning in last week to listen to my interview with my guest, Jess Fang. You can follow her on Instagram at J-J-E-S-S-F-A-N-G. She's doing the damn thing. She's actually pretty solid at like almost everything that she does. And that's impressive. Not only is that impressive, that's admirable. I don't think I've ever said admirable in my life. Maybe twice. Maybe like two or three times. Not really sure. But what I'm saying is, yeah, she's dope as fuck. Because you don't really meet people that can be good at everything. I mean, I don't know if she's good at everything. She's good at a lot of shit, and she's great at one thing, and that's drawing and anything artistic. And she's like a, she's not really, I don't know how to explain it, Jess. Like I said in the last episode, she'd be very hard to explain to somebody. You want to meet some friends to go and eat, you bring Jess along. It's like, yeah, this is my friend Jess. She does almost every fucking thing. And like everybody's like, what? She does? You're like, yeah, she does. You should see her shit that she does. Like, it's pretty dope. And she does this weird shit with uh, woods, with wood, and she draws. It. Yeah, that stuff. She does that. You actually know somebody that does that, which is like a specialty thing. That's like that's why it's even more impressive. Like you 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 seek out people that can do shit like that, and you pay top dollar to have that shit in your house. Pyrographer, py, pyrographer. I think that's what it's called. But yeah, man, check her out on IG. Go to her website. She's got the link there to the website and everything like that. You can go and, um, you know, hit her up. Maybe she'll do some work for you, some freelance stuff. I don't know, man. Just, just she's fucking amazing because, like I said, it's just talent just in that one person. It's dope. And that's one of the good things that I like about doing this show. You get to meet different people. And not only that, I say this every episode almost, I'm sitting down with people that I've known for a long time, and I'm finding out, like, how dope they are at different shit. They're pretty great at the shit that they do. And sometimes it's stuff that I know that they do. Sometimes it's stuff that I, I, know, I don't know that they do. And either way, I feel like I'm equally impressed. Like, I react the same way to almost everyone <laughs> in what they do. <laughs> Like, I learned, oh, shit, like, you're so dope. Like, I'm not even faking it. Like, it's, it, it, and another thing that I like about doing this is that I'm sitting here talking to these people, and I'm just, like, getting good vibes. You're seeing someone who's committed to something that they've been working on either for a long time or they just started and they found out it's a hidden talent or something like that. Or you just get to hear their story. Like, I think that's one of the things that, I wanted to kind of push with this show is just give people a platform to really, you know, express themselves, um, tell their stories, and not only that, give them the platform to share their work with you. Uh, and it keeps me going, too. It's, it's interesting. Um, it, it's one of those situations where for a long time I was in a position where people were like, oh, man, you you good at this, you did that. And now I get to give back. Now I get to give praise. And I think that's a dope thing. I really think that's a dope thing because when you see it from another perspective and then you see people's reaction to it, and everybody is humble. Now, I know I got the Kanye West confidence uh, scale, but everybody is humble because almost everyone that I talk to have already said, like, man, you know, I don't think 
that my stuff is that special sometimes. And then when you see it, it's like, and you see people's reactions, it makes them feel a certain way. I think that's what humility might be right there. Like, if you are still in awe about the way people react to the things that you do and the work that you're putting out, that, to me, is what Kendrick was talking about, the humbleness, you know, being humble. And that brings me to my next guest, Anomi Nicole. She's dope as fuck. She literally has been somebody I've known and seen grow, you know, from a different point of view. Uh, as a kid, we kind of met each other. You know, I think I might have been in my teens, you know, but seeing her and when she was in college, I think I was still in high school and just seeing that person that she was then and then seeing the person that she is now is pretty fucking dope. It's the same person, but it's growth. It's the same person, but it's focus. It's the same person, but it's it's a mother who is still being dope in her motherhood and involving her kid in that too. Like you gotta admire that shit, man. Like I, I saw her and I mentioned that in this episode. I saw her be herself early on and it made me okay with being myself. I saw her she says it's too be weird and different. And it made me okay to feel like, you know what, nigga, you can be weird, you can be different, and you can be a jock, and you can listen to any kind of music you want to, and you can like what you like, and you can not give a damn what people say. You can just be yourself and, and build your foundation. Um, so that's, that was a really big reason why I wanted to have Ebony on, because she is someone that has really grown and influenced me you know, help me grow. And, and it might not have been direct. And, like, that's how crazy it is. Like, you could just sit back and watch people and talk to people, conversate with them, and really just, you can take in a lot. And we talk about energy, we talk about vibes and all that stuff like that. Like, that's the type of shit that she was just putting out early on. And it was like, man, you know what? You could do that too, Jay. You can do it in your own way. You can be you, you know. Um, before we continue, make sure you follow her on Instagram at Nobi Nicole. I-N-O-B-E-N-I-C-O-L-E. At Anobi Nicole, I-N-O-B-E-N-I-C-O-L-E. And she has her link to her website to www.anobinicole.com. Check that out. It's dope as fuck. Uh, I need to step my game up. And like, that's one other thing that I'm seeing and I'm noticing. It's like, bro, you're doing your thing, but you got to do your thing even more. Um, she's a professional, man, and she's doing a lot. And I was really impressed by her ideas and what she's trying to do with fashion, jewelry, and even her culinary style, uh, you know, with just attacking or making an approach with um, veganism and the way that she wants to influence others and not only her family, but other people of color, other black folk, you know, just like her from where we're from. We talk a lot about that, too, you know, being from Chicago and just seeing how Things are different for for us and trying to not push. I don't want to say push, trying to impact and influence others and making them make some different decisions um, based on diet and different things like that. So she's sure, you know, you never really you never really sit down with people and you can just 
feel that confidence ready that you offer them. You know, you know, you, and when you do, you gotta be like engaged. Like this entire conversation was just me. Like you'll probably hear like the last ten minutes or ten to fifteen minutes of the episode. I don't even think I talk. <laughs> I'm just taking in, you know, everything that she is just trying to put together and just seeing her radiate and talk about these different things is really it's impactful. And I think you guys will get that from listening to this episode as well. Um, But yeah, man, like, I'm just excited. So uh, before we go into the episode, I want you guys to also remember to subscribe and review. We ain't been getting that many reviews, man. Please review the podcast. If you like it, let me know. If you don't like it, let me know. Tell somebody you don't like it. Because then if you tell them you don't like it, they're like, let me see what these motherfuckers are talking about. And they're going to go check it out, too. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Subscribe and review. Check us out on SoundCloud. We also got the Libsyn page. You can find all those links on Twitter and Instagram. You can also follow us on, um, what is that, Facebook as well. I like how I just blanked out right there like I didn't know about Facebook. Um, Appreciate that about myself. But, yeah, (laughs) it was a little comedic relief, I think. But, yeah, man, yeah, just check this episode out. Go listen to some other ones after this one. Tell some, like I said, tell, I don't know. I'm just, just spread the word, man. Okay. All right. This is the episode, y'all. Talk to y'all soon. created a brand that allows me to work on three of my favorite things, which mm. is creating jewelry, creating food, and fashion. Okay. And so right now, the fashion section of my brand is really just a fashion blog right now. So if you go to anobinicole.com right mm. now, I have two, three sections. If you click on fashion, you'll see like different um, style looks that I put together. And then I write a blog about the look and what it means to me and what style is to me. And stuff like that. So that's rolling. And then with the food section, I'm really this is the thing that's I'm that I'm really passionate about. Right. Getting my people to eat better. Mm-hmm. And getting our health together. Because right now our people eat like shit. Please forgive my frankness <laughs> and my in my, <laughs> my language, but that's just real, mm-hmm. you know? And so I really want our people to shift our minds about the food we choose to eat because like right now i'm in chicago every time i come home you know people are like oh we don't eat that vegan mess right. it's just, Yo, <laughs> I mean, how it's, do it's, you even say that right now with the attitude it's like ah it's a thing though <laughs> where we aren't used to it yes so i know we don't see it in our no i get it i get it but that we grew it's up a with. cultural thing to eat like shit and that's cool so we don't eat that vegan mess that's not cool like remember when we was growing up it wasn't really cool to be smart you know, if somebody's a nerd, we used to bully them and make right. fun of them. Like, it's the same thing with eating healthy now. And that shit is crazy <laughs> to me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And so I'm, I'm really focused on shifting the paradigm around that. Like, what it means to eat healthy and, and the clout that comes with that. Because health is wealth, really. You can make all the money in the world, but if you eat bullshit, you're going to be... Right, exactly. Enjoy the money. You feel me? So my whole thing is like... 
eat good, look good, feel good, do good. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you are eating well and you feel well, right. and then that allows you to do your best work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're not where you you don't have no health ailments. You're not tired. You have a lot of energy, and that way, and you're thinking clearly. So that way, you can do your best work. Mm-hmm. And so that's really what it's about. Actually, coming up on August fifteenth in Los Angeles, or August eighteenth in Los Angeles, I will be doing um, a raw vegan cooking demo at, at the vegan fair, and that's really dope because it's going to be just a lot of people in the industry of health and wellness, mm-hmm. vegan people especially, coming together. You know, open to the community, coming to show them how good you know vegan food is, and you know how easy it is to make certain shifts in your life to your health. It's, again, I don't even know if I said your name, Anobi Nicole. Uh, yes, One of the I'm main Anobi reasons Nicole. why I wanted to have you on is you talk about that. You already said, like, remember growing up and stuff like that. Yes. Know you for a minute. Yes, and we've known each other for a long time. Dang. And even just we all not gonna us tell nobody how old kicking it and hanging out with each other like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I'm talking about now is like culture and like mm-hmm. influence and all that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you never really realize how people influence you. Yeah. And seeing you when mm-hmm. I was a kid was like, she is different and cool with that. And like, it made it okay for me to do some of the things that I did. Mm, I felt like, you nice. know. Nice. Like, that makes me happy. And know? just thinking about weird shit, just, yeah. you know, it might have been on the total other side of the spectrum, but like mm-hmm. from everything from style, dress, mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, seeing you dress and different things like that. And we were always like, man, she weird. She just like, nah, like, when you get older, you get to that point. You understand you, it better and you, you realize being weird is actually cool. cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> but then again, though, that was being teenage boys and yep. just talking shit. But yep. I, yep, I already know. <laughs> I already know. But again, like I said before we sat down, having you on the show and seeing you from afar and different things like that, mm-hmm. I thought it was really important to me to have you sit down and just give like a, I don't know, it might be motivational. You mm. talk about some entrepreneurial stuff and mm-hmm. everything like that and just trends and things like that. I feel like you were ahead of the game a lot of the times. You know what? I kind of was just because I'm, I'm a Pisces, so I'm a little more like psychic and like I could read people and read the energy around me faster mm-hmm. than most people. So I, pick, I download things. I pick up a lot of stuff. Mm. And so that allowed me to kind of like, you know, forge forge a new path that mm-hmm. most people either didn't have the guts to follow or didn't even realize what was possible. Right. And, you know, I really do. I like that you said that, like, you know, me being me allowed you to do you. And that's really what it's about. Like a lot of people I know that's out here influencing people mm-hmm. do so so that other people will feel comfortable Be doing easy. them because like. Fitting in is is only relevant when you're like a teenager and you're still figuring it out True. who you are. True. After that point, once you figure it out, it really fitting in is me. not really... <laughs> still think about it. Oh, you don't That's think about it as much. It's not that important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even just thinking back to it, just being in conversation with people, it's like, oh, we're going to try to help you fit in more. Jay was like, yeah. uh, I ain't been fitting in, so right. I ain't going to start now. You know, I feel like if you ain't been yeah. doing you... If you've been doing you for so long, it's mm-hmm. really hard to change it up and be Yeah, and then it's like, why would you want to? Because we're all so different. It's like 8 billion people yeah. on this floating rock in space. Why would we all exist just to be the same? That doesn't even make it any sense. It would be very boring. Exactly. Very boring. It would be so boring. It would be so monotonous. 
So I just feel like it's, it's, everybody's differences is so beautiful. I love it when I meet weird people that's doing stuff I ain't never seen before because mm-hmm. that shifts your mind. It expands your mind. Like, dang, I didn't even think about that. Like, dang, that's, I didn't realize that was possible. Right. That's so dope to me. Like, I love it. And I love being one of those people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, how, how do you get to that idea, okay, I'm going to bring everything together, some jewelry, clothing, food, and just... Make it work. What's that plan look like? That plan is kind of crazy right now. And it's funny you ask me because I've been toying around with different things. I started my jewelry line first. That was the first leg of my lifestyle brand that I started. And that was one of the things that was easiest to start because it's low overhead. Like, I can make jewelry at my house. I can make it here right now. Mm -hmm. I can take my supplies with me everywhere I go. And it was easier to dive in, you know, um, from scratch. And so I started with that, and I've always loved jewelry. But then, you know, fashion is something that I went to school for. I have a Bachelor of Science. I studied it in college, and I've been working professionally in the industry for the last nine years now. And so that's something that is my strong suit as well. But cooking, I've been doing since I was eight, and that's like raw talent. I've just always been cooking. And so... I wanted to go, I wanted to be a chef before I got into fashion school, but then I got a scholarship and, you know, they had a really good fashion program. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go down this road for college. But now I'm like, oh, I still want to go to culinary school, kind of, mm-hmm. and I still really want to cook and, you know, help my people eat better. So I was like, why can't I just do it? Like, who says I can't do all right. these things, right. <laughs> you know? Right. You know, because when we was coming up, people was like, oh, just pick one thing and get good at that and don't be trying to be jack of all trades, master of none. It's like, nah, we ain't on that no more. <laughs> Our generation is a little more capable of doing multiple things. True. Like, you're not going to pigeonhole me. Like, I'm not just one thing. I'm multiple things, and I'm going to figure out how to integrate them. So, for me, it was like, okay, well, when I think about all the things that I really want to do, they kind of do go together. Right. Like, I, there's a way to, to merge them. And so that's what I did. And I and for me it's like I just I just believe that I can do whatever I want. Period. That's like whatever you, I decide that I can do, you do it. I can do it. Right. So for me it's like, yeah, it, it it's never really been done before before. Like certain people have done it. Like, for example, Martha Stewart. Mm-hmm. Martha Stewart did a similar thing where she merged her favorite things into one lifestyle brand. Now she got a magazine, she has home goods, she has a TV show, Mm -hmm. like, she has home, gardening, and cooking. And those are her things. And so for me, it's like, well, why why can't I do that with my favorite things? And so that's really what I'm working towards is, like, trying to be, I guess, a mogul. You know, it's not about the clout, but... Essentially, that's what it's going to be. That's what it's going to be. I think everybody's talking about this clout or, like, respect and everything. I'd rather be respected for what I do and then the clout will come later just because then you become compared to other people. Exactly. So people compare you Mm -hmm. and not you comparing yourself. Right, right, exactly. But it's also about the effect on people Mm because I don't even care about that. I just really want... if, If at the end of the day when I die... So many people change their diet. They're healthier. People start caring about how they look and feel, and they're using fashion as a way to make them feel good instead mm-hmm. of just being, you know, for vanity's sake. You know, if you shift the way you think about all these things, I'll be happy. I don't need the clout. I don't need no accolades. I just want just y'all to be better. better. Yeah, that's really what it's about, that's you right. know. And so I want, and I also want to change the conception. There's a misconception about 
fashion people like oh you in fashion not superficial oh you just like making clothes you just want to be cute and blah 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 it's like no actually <laughs> I really don't care about that I use it as a way to be my best because you know when you know you look good then you're not even worried about what you look like you look good you feel good you, you feel good. good yeah exactly I ain't worried about I know my outfit's cute so now when I get to where I'm going I can just focus on that you see what I'm saying? That's really what it's about. But that's the thing, too. I think that a lot of people misconstrue is the idea of, like, fashion, okay, is this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. But it's also, like, I had another episode I did when I was talking to a young lady, like, how it's art. Like, mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. that we know is art. Like, from yep. the way that your house looks when you walk in there, you know, the yep. way that you dress and everything. I wanted to kind of bring that up with you to yeah. see how you felt about that. Idea. I agree with that, too, actually, because I do look at it as a form of expression. Mm-hmm. It is very artistic, and, you know, you can, you can say a lot of things without saying any words at all through how you present yourself you know what I mean a lot of people draw you know conclusions about who I am based on what what I look like in that moment they don't know that I flip my look every week my hair be different my whole you know what I mean but like that's that's what I'm saying for that day you see what I'm saying you can't judge my whole existence off that outfit but for that day that's how I feel and you can and you can feel me without me even saying a word and I think that's really powerful you know and I talk about that on my um, on my website in the About Me section when I talk about style. It's like, it's just the way that you can express yourself without saying any words. And yeah. I think that's really cool. And it is the first impression. Mm-hmm. So. It is. But mm-hmm. I think a cool thing, though, is just being able to have that courage to be like, I'm going to wear whatever the hell mm-hmm. I want. I'm mm-hmm. going to do something different. Like, I done had braids, dreads, yep. a fake yeah. wig, <laughs> everything. Like, if you know me for so long, yes, you Yes, I like, know. I done I seen all the looks. Changes. You don't even care. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. But it takes some kind of courage and everything to do. Like, where'd you get that from in order to just go out and just do your own thing? Yeah, like it does. It does take a lot of courage, but I, I feel like once you get into it, it becomes natural and easier for you and you feel you get your groove and you feel comfortable with that you feel comfortable with being different and you know like um being perceived as weird because weird is dope i mean like weird all the dopest stuff is weird weird you know what i mean (laughs) just in the time period that we live in right now like weird is like i think that's gonna be a thing yeah look back Mm -hmm. on this time period like 30 years from now yeah Everything was so weird. Uh, and cool. It was but so dope. Yeah. When you talk about history and how it repeats itself, that was the same way it was in the nineties. That's what I was just thinking. <laughs> it was like you was reading my mind. I was like thinking about Missy Elliott and Busta Rhymes, how they was doing weird stuff. That's so dope now. Like we look back on that, like dang, they really was some pioneers. Mm-hmm. Like when they talk about Missy and Timbaland, musically speaking. They was doing some weird stuff that nobody was doing. True. And now they're like legendary. Even you know what I mean? Before they even recorded anything. Yes. Like before you heard their voices. Yes. They was, <laughs> they was, <laughs> like that's yes. the impressive thing about them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. So you feel like you're, you're doing something special here. That's what it sounds like. It, yeah. I think it is something special just because like it's, it's kind of just a different combination. It's a different approach. I haven't really seen anybody approach lifestyle like this and so you know i really want to take it as far as i can and i really want to use it as a platform for other people to express themselves or do more i want to collaborate with people i want to amplify the message as much as possible and just shift people's minds because that's what it's about at the end of the day that's Mm -hmm. why i'm here it's it's one of those things where i feel blessed to know what my purpose is Mm because i've known for a long time that i was supposed to be influential when i was little i remember 
being very emotional and crying. I was about 11 or something like that. And I was praying to God, like, what am I doing? Like, what's... And, I mean, who's 11? Like, thinking about their whole life and, like, what the heck are they... What, it what am what I here for? Going on, true, true that. True <laughs> I that. a little bit. <laughs> yep. I know, I know so many people, actually, now that I think about it. But, yeah, I, I had one of those come-to-Jesus moments, if you will. And I just was like, dang, what am I doing? And it just hit me like a ton of bricks. It was like, yo, you're meant to push things forward. You're meant to change the game, like... However you find that, because at that point I didn't know exactly what the, the medium or the avenue Movie, was going to be, right. but I just knew it was going to, I needed to, to shift and shake things up a little bit. And so as over time, I've kind of like been, you know, fine tuning what that is and like integrating my passion and what I'm really good at and also what I feel strongly about mm -hmm. into my work as, you know, a divine being on the planet trying to, you know, shift the paradigm and move forward so yeah it has to be special it has to because the the stuff that's already here is not working <laughs> it's not it because it, 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 if it was working we would have been in a better place right now true very true <laughs> you know so we gotta we gotta we gotta do different things and so that's that's where i'm at and I was gonna say I was looking at your story I think on like IG or something mm -hmm. like that. Like you like a whiz when it comes to this. Like, <laughs> so like I know black people don't say whiz, but yeah. your range on mm -hmm. Instagram mm -hmm. and it seems like it's so flawless. Like it's mm -hmm. not really you. like you go from what you working on at work mm -hmm. to cooking with your daughter. Mm -hmm. and like like mm -hmm. to, where did that come from? Is it just I'm purposely going to do it this way, or is it, you know what I'm just like you said, expressing myself and just putting yeah. myself out there? For That's what it is. It really is just me expressing myself, and because I am creating a lifestyle brand, I'm showing you my lifestyle. That makes you see sense. What I'm saying? So. Well, it was an uh, athletic scholarship, so that's probably why I didn't pick that. Up. Okay. <laughs> But when oh I see God. it, it's like, damn, like, and you okay with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. you know, most people try to do different things. You're like, okay, well, all right, she's doing this. All right, she's doing this. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right. But this is what you always done, mm -hmm. though. So mm -hmm. you got to appreciate what you see. Yeah, because I'm just being myself. Like, mm -hmm. I really am just, like, being okay with who I am. Like, I am all these things. Like, I am a fashion professional in the corporate environment. I'm, I mean business. People at the office know I don't play that. Like... You know what I mean? Like, I work with designers, and, you know, I'll push them to the limit. If they give me a sketch or something that's not accurate, I'm like, okay, well, to me, this is not what you want. What you're telling me and what I'm looking Don't at is two different things. <laughs> I need you to go back to the drawing board and make it work so that we can get the best product. And, and that's just how I am. I'm very mm -hmm. serious about my work. And so, you know, I go from that to, like you said, being at home, playing with my daughter, playing dress up with, like, jewels all right. over our face and having fashion shows in the right. hallway, you know? Like, that's also an aspect of who I am. And then, you know, on the weekend, I might be doing a cooking demo and educating people mm -hmm. about food and health and wellness. And, like, all those things is who I am. And so I'm just showing everybody, like, you don't have to be just one thing. You can be all the things you want to be, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, like, I, I just decided to use um instagram as motivation i post what i eat for lunch sometimes 
Sometimes I post, you know, books I'm reading, mm-hmm. things that come to me. Like last night, I had a right, download, I that and I, I, was... I was like, "Yo, y'all need this right now. Let me let y'all know something." <laughs> when I saw that, I actually just saw that when I was at work. And I was looking, I'm like, I'm definitely, I don't know what you're gonna talk about, it, but I'm gonna ask you about that. Like, cause yes. it was like, so I'm like, something just happened. I don't it know was, exactly it was, what it was. That but... remember, I was just telling you before we start recording about a friend that I had to stop talking to, and it was something that had been telling me it was a little voice like yo you don't really need to be this person is not good for you this person don't need to be in your life and i'm the type of person i will hold on for as long as i can i I think but that's like a patience (laughs) thing like Mm -hmm. because it seems like as humans we we do want that we do want that connection you want want to see the best in them right and you want them you want it to work out nobody wants to lose a lifelong friend or a long time friend you know but Last night, it was just like, I had put my foot down with this person, and then, you know, I kind of relaxed a little bit, and that's when it hit me, like, oh, are you really serious? Mm-hmm. Are you going to stick to your guns? You you set this boundary. Are you going to enforce it? <laughs> and and that's, that's one thing, too. I even have, like, talks with, like, my grandmother about mm-hmm. this stuff, and she was like, you know what? Something about you, Jordan, you always, you mean what you be saying, mm-hmm. and sometimes that scares people. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't understand how like I don't understand <laughs> no, the the, yeah. the the conflict of having to do that. I don't yeah. understand that yeah I'm not gonna do this. Like if I say it and I mean it, like, yeah. you know you can just talk bullshit. I ain't gonna right, talk right, right, right. Like, okay, I'm bullshit. But once I come to that point where it's like, you know what, I'm not fucking with that person or these people or whatever. Yeah. And I mean it and the people are like, damn, he was serious, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he and that was one of those things where this person really thought that they could convince me otherwise and I was just like no I'm not going Mm. period and I literally had to just abruptly leave the situation last Mm. night and then when I got home I was like proud of myself I was like (laughs) I did that that was great next question I'm gonna ask you is (laughs) if that translate into your work and things like that like when you got one idea you're working on say say you're working on a dish Mm -hmm. okay this shit is not working out Mm -hmm. it don't taste the way I thought it was gonna taste you're working on some some clothes Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. that is Mm -hmm. not looking though like how do you does that translate there too? Or it, it? it does in a lot of ways, but it's different because when it's just me and it's my creative brainchild, I have pretty much the full control over it versus in relationships. You don't have control over the other person. You only have control over yourself. So it's kind of a different dynamic, but it still is the same principle. Like if I'm really determined to get something done, I'm going to do it. Even if it don't work out the way I plan, usually the outcome is better than what I envisioned in the first place anyways. So... I keep I keep pushing at it. Like right now, I'm working on a, a recipe book because like we were talking about mm-hmm. making it easy for our people to eat better. That's one of the the goals that I have is I want to create a recipe book. I want to create a kit that allow that comes with all the stuff you, you need, need to do to, it. Yeah. Like so, niggas ain't got no <laughs> excuse. <laughs> Literally, here's the package. All you gotta do is go to the grocery store, get the stuff, and go. You know what I mean? And so. I've been stu- I've been observing my people for a long time. I've been observing, you know, talking to my family, my aunties, my, you know, my cousins. I've been talking to people, just random people on the street at events, and just really absorbing, like asking them, like, what is your challenges? What What do you need? Like, 
people are telling me, well, you know, I, I want to change, but I just don't know how. Yeah, and I think or, yeah. that's, mm-hmm. to me, that's the main thing. Yeah, like, yeah. People just knowing, like, what certain steps to make. Like, even with, people talk about me, like, oh, you're a big dude. You can't mm-hmm. tell me nothing. I'm like, I know a lot more about mm-hmm. this stuff than you think. Right. It's like, well, how do you know? It's like, nigga, I mean, I worked out every day for my entire life mm-hmm. until I was about 25 right. years old. Right, so, you like, this is muscle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, listen, I'm still fat, fat, but when, when you say stuff like that, when you talk to yeah. people about changing their diet, mm-hmm. you're saying that, you know, sometimes it's hard, it starts off, it's like, you know what, maybe if you're taking a train to work, get off a couple stops ahead of time, mm-hmm. and walk. And, and or, walk, yeah. Or do yeah. something like that, you know, yeah. just small little things, and then like you're talking about with um, cooking, like even with my girl, like, I don't yeah. like eating all the healthy stuff, mm-hmm. it's like, just to make it easy on you, babe, you know. I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna eat whatever you make. Mm-hmm, <laughs> like mm-hmm. it might be yeah. diet stuff, but you know it helps. But I feel like a lot of things is like people just need to know exactly mm-hmm. what type of steps to make. Right, and I think that's that's been my challenge. Is like okay, so right now I know I, I understand my challenges because mm-hmm. even me being a health advocate mm-hmm. and all that, sometimes I'm tired. Sometimes too. I don't feel like doing no work. I don't feel like chopping up stuff, and you know, and I have moments where I'll just be like, well, I'm just about to eat Panda Express right now. <laughs> I will I will be the first to admit it. I'm not because I'm I'm an advocate for health and wellness does not mean I'm perfect. Mm-hmm. I'm not out here pretending like I only eat healthy food all, all the time. time. Like no, I fall off the wagon too. But it's it's more about just being conscious of what you do. Even if I do go to Panda Express, I'm eating I, I choose certain things. You know what I mean? Even if you do go to, you know, a steakhouse or whatever kind of restaurant like you can make different choices, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think that that is really what I'm trying to change around people. Like, okay, you can still eat what you want, but just, like, make better choices about mm-hmm. it. You know, get fish instead of steak. You know, get the salad instead of the fries. Like, stuff like that, you know? And I think that that is really what I'm trying to push. Like, how can I just, like, make little tweaks in my life here and there to like it, it literally adds up just like saving change adds up to you know what i mean it's the same thing for your for your wellness think about it like that like making small changes is like keeping changing your piggy bank over time all of a sudden you got some money right over time you well you you building wealth just with the same thing with your health mm-hmm. you know and so with my book i really want to push everybody to eat raw food for mm-hmm. a week if you could eat mostly raw for a whole week you would like really you you will feel so amazing like i do it all the time every month i do a raw diet for a week and i'm gonna make i have lots of recipes that i want to share with people piling the kit together so there's a spiralizer there's all these little little tools you can use to like turn vegetables into noodles and other things so that you can have it's not just salads all the time there's some really cool stuff you can do with vegetables fruit um nuts different things to create amazing dishes that are so fulfilling, so flavorful. People don't even know that that exists sometimes. So it's like, for me, it's really just compiling it into a nice package and be like, here, just buy this whole thing, read it, you got the tools, you got the cookbook, all you got to do, go to the grocery store, get it, try it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And see if you can push yourself to do it for a week. Because if you can do raw food for a week, you can do anything. You could do it. Next thing you know, you're doing juice cleanses. Next yeah. thing you know, you're doing raw for so a month. Baby steps. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's baby steps. If you even if you only do three days, you know what I mean. You, it don't even have to be a week. Start with three days, like, but go ease, ease into it, ease out of it, and just be gentle with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's really what I want to 
I put push for everybody because I just think that it's so beneficial. Like I've seen the benefits. I've seen it with a lot of my peers and my family. And I just want everybody to feel at their best because we got a lot of work to do out here. <laughs> this world is crazy. That leads me to my next question. <laughs> it, it, being an influencer in a time like this, how does that affect you? It it's 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 kind of heavy. <laughs> it's kind of heavy to be honest because I'm thinking about it all the time. I'm mm-hmm. thinking about the state of the world all the time and like how I don't feel like people are doing enough. But I know that it's only it's only certain people that even feel like they have the, the power to do anything. Yeah. There's so many people feel powerless. They're like, well, what can I do? I'm just one person. But it's like one person can make a huge impact. Mm. There's been so many people, Martin Luther King, Mother Teresa, so many people that was just one person, but they're highly influential even decades after they died. You see what I'm saying? Anybody can be that. And so that's what is weighing on my head all the time. But it's like, you know what? Like I said, even if I only affect 10 people, maybe those 10 people will affect another 10 people. And So it's like... It, that's what it's about for me. I'm just planting seeds mm-hmm. so that my seed can grow and, and continue the legacy and whatever she passionate about and keep the cycle going, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, But it's heavy, though. It really is. I'd be like, dang, we got so much work to do. I mean, that's, that's, but it's something <laughs> different, though, because you're doing it in a totally different way. When I talk yeah. to people who are, even with me being on stage doing comedy, Mm-hmm. I can talk about certain things and, you know, stuff that's in the news or whatever, but, you know, that translated into what you're doing. You're talking about a lot of different people having different impacts and influence mm-hmm. influences. I think that's kind of cool that we, yeah. we got, like, a huge contrast between what we're doing. To be <laughs> yeah. honest. Like, even with fashion, I yeah. had a fashion designer on. One of her collections was just all black. Mm-hmm. And she's really, like, really black. <laughs> I'm like, Charles, <laughs> like, like, you, yes. you like uh heavy sometimes you yeah know, and what she was talking about you could just see it in her face and everything mm-hmm. what is it like trying to embody all of those emotions and different things into what you're doing so from the jewelry mm-hmm. from the clothing and to the food i think each each avenue kind of pulls a different aspect of myself out of me my jewelry is inspired by the nerd part of me that's into like sacred geometry metaphysics physics gravity and like different different scientific elements and so that kind of takes me to another place versus cooking takes me to a very raw passionate sort of compassionate place because it's really about my people and I really want them to get this information I really want them to taste the food I want them to feel good so it's very emotional the food the food aspect and then fashion is very empowering if I can put on a if I can put on an ensemble that makes me feel strong and and powerful and beautiful, that influences my whole day. My whole where wherever I go that day or that night or that event, it 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 it, it makes me feel empowered. So the, each aspect of like what I'm doing pulls different things out of me, and all of them are important, you know, to me. And so. I think it's cool to be able to do that. And I really just want to show people that you can be whatever you want, mm. you know, and do whatever you want, like That's whatever it. you set your mind to, period. The only limits we have are the ones that we place upon ourselves, period. And that's, it's, it's becoming cliche now, but it's like, no, cliches I mean, are cliches for a reason. Because there's some truth to that. Right. There's some There's some validity to it. So, you know. Well, uh, one thing that, 
I usually do is ask these guys, what are three things you would tell somebody just starting off doing something either that's creative, entrepreneurial, uh, writing, whatever, you know? Three things. Okay, so first I would tell them to not be afraid because fear is the biggest thing that stops people from doing anything. Mm -hmm. So do your best to face your fears so that they're not real anymore because then the path is clear for you to go forward. You know, get out of your own way, essentially. Number two, I would say, you know, for me, if you're a creative, most of the time emotion is involved or some sort of passion or deeper meaning is involved for you. So make sure you have a clear understanding of that and how that connects to your final destination or your mission. Mm -hmm. Because once you have a clear understanding of what you're trying to do and who you're trying to affect, it's just easier to fall into that because you know you, 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 have, you have an understanding of the path, like... In fashion, you have to know who your target market right. is, because how else can you market to them? How do you how do you get the product to them? So knowing like knowing your heading is important. And then the third thing I would say is develop emotional intelligence. <laughs> now that's interesting. That's gonna take us on a whole tangent, right? Right. Now. Like, okay. <laughs> when you say emotional intelligence, yes. what do you mean by that? When it comes to art. When it comes when it to, comes to art, <laughs> when it comes to being creative and art, emotional intelligence just requires a certain type of maturity, how to communicate. Because, you know, a lot of us are kind of dysfunctional in our relationships or True. wherever, and we True. don't know how to talk to people, and, like, it gets all crazy. A lot of people have misunderstandings mm -hmm. over some small stuff, you know. Emotional intelligence allows you to just sidestep all that. If mm -hmm. I need you to do something, and you might not like me that very well, but we on the same team... That it requires emotional intelligence mm -hmm. to get that job done. You gotta, you gotta finesse that situation. Right. That's you're you're being strategic about it, and so even with your work, you know, a lot of us can't do everything ourselves. You need a team. You need you need people to help you, and that requires developing relationships. And relationships require emotional intelligence so bad, like so much. Being accountable for your actions mm -hmm. and your words. And even if you mess up, being like, you know what, I'm sorry, I messed up. <laughs> that's emotional intelligence too. You know, a lot of people don't like admitting when they're wrong. And that's a sad situation because even when you fail, even when you're wrong, you can learn something from that. You can grow from that. And there's a lot of, there's there's some gold in there for you when you, when you strip down and say, you know what, dang, I messed up. All of a sudden, blessings start coming down because you release that tension. Mm -hmm. You apologize to that person. You cleared that. Now, all of a sudden, that person is like, oh, you, you know what? It's all good. Next thing you know, some beautiful things come out of that. Right. Instead of you fighting it, no, 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 I was right. I don't care. It's like yeah, but you like, resisting. See, but like, that was the thing, too. Yeah, I'm talking about what I say, like, you know, the fact that sometimes I do come off that way. It's like, I mean, you mm -hmm. know what? I'm like nonchalant about this mm -hmm. because I know how I get when right. I can get upset about stuff. And yes. at the same time, it's like, like you said, when you get to that point where emotional intelligence is involved, it's like, uh, it's not that I don't care. It's that mm -hmm. I don't care enough to continue down the wrong right. road. Right, <laughs> right. Because it's not worth it. It's to, not to worth it. To continue down the yeah. wrong road. Mm -hmm. that, okay, this way is not working. So yeah. let me change, you know. Yeah, not, yeah. How does that, you know, translate into what you're putting out? That's okay. A, so okay. if somebody so, comes to see, like a piece might offend somebody or something, yeah, yeah. That you, you know, or mm -hmm. anything, you know, that's that's kind of what. So I was that's okay. I understand what you're like saying. Because like for me, it's like if I say a joke that just oh my god, I did not like that joke, mm -hmm. and then somebody mm -hmm. just come to me after the show and just 
be all upside my head about it. But like, yeah, like for you, I, I understand. And for me, it's like if I if I do if I create an outfit like right now on my website, I have a look that is from a brand called A Four Truth. That is. Um, a highly influential sportswear brand that is portraying Aboriginal American people, mm. the original Americans, in a way that we haven't seen them. I wrote a whole blurb about our our people being here long before slavery, long before Europeans came, long before even the Native Americans that we know of today. We was here before that. They look like me and you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so this brand is showing them in a different light so you know i wrote a whole blurb about that some people might think like some of the current native americans might be offended by that they might say well what are you talking about we was here first and it's like well mm, not so much but it's okay like it's like one of those things where they came to me and they say you know you you lying you don't know what you're talking about blah 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 i would be like well I'd be happy to share my sources with you if you have some sources that you would like to share. Do you have some information? We can talk about this. Like, that's emotional intelligence. You don't have to be like, block, I don't got to listen to you. You this, you that, blah, 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 I'm going to block you. No, I don't block that. I'm not going to block anything because even if you come at me challenging me, I'm going to get better out of that situation regardless. Why? Because I'm open to learning from that experience. Even if it's uncomfortable, even if it's confrontational, I can still gain something from that. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm talking about. Like, people are so, like, avoidant sometimes or, you know, and I can be like that sometimes. I'll admit. But I'm trying to get better at that. And Mm -hmm. I think the more I do it, the more it feels good to do it more. You know, it's almost like you get addicted to it. It's like, okay, what's the next challenge? How can we, (laughs) what else can we knock out? You know what I mean? So I think emotional intelligence, it, it flows over into everything. It really does. Like, even not just outside relationships, just like how you perceive stuff that's happening in the world or, you know, things you hear in the media, stuff like that. It really, it really is all encompassing. And so, you know, the more that I dive into it, the more that I develop my own emotional intelligence, the more I'm aware of how important it is for everybody. And so anybody asks me any sort of tips that's one of the things i'm telling you you better get into that because yeah. <laughs> it, it will really help you in all aspects of life for real not just professionally but uh the last thing i usually ask these guests is okay. rate themselves on the kanye west con- confidence level Ooh, so that's it goes a good from one college dropout to now yay so uh, let's on see the, what, what you got going on what you're doing what you're working on Mm. <laughs> on the you know, it's funny because I feel like sometimes I'm approaching yay level. Because oh <laughs> people, the stuff I'm talking about now, y- y'all ain't ready for it yet, mm. you know? And so, I, and I've been talking to my mom about it, you know, and she's been getting frustrated with me because I'm very passionate about it. And I'm just like, no, 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 y'all gotta get this, you know? And so I feel like Kanye sometimes. <laughs> I think we all it's have our It's funny you ask me that. Because I feel like people looking at me crazy. Like, they look at him, but it's like... Some of the stuff that Kanye was talking about 10 years ago is happening right now. And so, we got to understand that it's foreshadowed. Like, this man is way ahead of us, you know? And I and I totally feel him. And I, and I always love Kanye. But if I had to rate myself right now, I would say that I'm on some, like... I might be on some 808s and hard.
heartbreak level right now. <laughs> That's real. Because that was, that was, to me, that was like an emotional real yeah. for him. That mm-hmm. was when you really started seeing him like, mm-hmm. that was when the outburst started. Yeah, a yeah, bit. yeah. Because I'm, 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 I'm on the verge of something right now. Like, I feel something about, like, bubbling up. Some things are about to happen. So I feel like that's kind of like the yay level that I'm on. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And another thing is, you don't have to if you don't want to, but okay. I ask people to ask Mr. West to come <laughs> on to the podcast. Like, I don't know if he ever going to hear this, but... I would love... Oh, I'm my God, yay. Like, Kanye, if you ever hear this, I would love for you to come on to my bro's podcast <laughs> because he's so dope and oh, it's for the culture. It's for the culture and it's for the people. It's for the advancement of our people mm-hmm. and you know it's just another platform to speak and express yourself and I know you love that right. so I just said yeah listen you could just go out just put it up Kanye's rant on this show yes <laughs> yes yes all the platforms all the all the channels that you can express like we here for you and I would love for you to come on too so yeah yeah if you hear this do that appreciate <laughs> you ma'am thank you for taking the time yes yeah, and my pleasure. Uh, have a safe trip this week's episode hope you guys enjoyed it i uh, really had a good time talking and sitting down with everybody really appreciated that but um also uh, again subscribe and review subscribe and review and make sure you check out our website www.anobinthecode.com check that out some good shit there man she owned something i think it's dope i think you would think it's dope too Follow on Instagram too at Adobe Nicole. You know, check out her page. She's got some pretty dope shit there. Um, but yeah, the last thing that I wanted to mention too don't forget, we are a sponsored podcast. We're sponsored by shopsnz.com. You can use code JAB for 50% off any order. You can use code JAB2 for $20 off orders over $100. Don't forget to follow the show on Twitter and IG at It's Your World Pod underscore. I T S U R W O R L D P O D underscore. But we uh, would appreciate if you guys, you know, got my follows up a little bit. I don't, I don't know. I'm just doing something random here. I, I, I never actually beg for followers. I mean, I'm not going to start doing that. I'm just asking people, hey, if you got to create a Twitter and not even use it, just go follow it. Just go follow Just be a real user for me. That's all I need. <laughs> I hope I don't sound too desperate. But yeah, you can also follow us on Instagram at ITSURWorldPod underscore as well. Um, follow us there. Check us out on Facebook. Subscribe and review on iTunes. Leave a review, people. Five star review, please. Check us out on SoundCloud as well. Actually, I would love to start following more tra- more traffic to SoundCloud. So appreciate you guys can check that out. Other than that, man, that's all I got today. And I should have some shows coming up in a few weeks. I'll let you guys know in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Lakeshore Driver Podcast. It's your world. Peace.
Ah.